Welcome to Horns Up, I'm Anamesh and I'm Peter and we're finally breaching the confines of traditional heavy metal to celebrate an album that till date remains one of the most perplexing yet aggressive, melodic and well just plain intelligent listens of all time. Yes, we're celebrating the 20th birthday of System of a Down's second studio album, Toxicity. Yes, Toxicity was released on the 4th of September 2001 and I dare say it remains one of the most relevant albums even today. It's a rare metal album where the lyrics and what the songs say are as important, if not even more, than the riffs and the music itself. Toxicity also remains by far System of a Down's most popular and best-selling album. And of course, a lot of that has to do with the three singles. Chop Sweet, Toxicity and Expose Song have introduced countless listeners to the band and continue to do so. It's claimed numerous accolades, be it being featured at number 44 on Rolling Stone's 100 Best Albums of the Decade for the 2000s, or, get this, the fact that it's been picked as favourite albums by Spice Girl Mel C, who's better known as Sporty Spice. Yes. Sporty Spice. (laughs) (laughs) Needless to say, toxicity deserves to be talked about and to be celebrated, and that's exactly what Peter and I are going to do. So let's start off with our individual System of a Down experiences. Peter, are you a fan? Were you ever a fan? How did you hear of the band? And do you remember the first time you heard Toxicity? Yeah, I can never forget the first time I heard Toxicity, to be honest, because I didn't hear the album. And this is, I think, a recurring story of mine from the early 2000s. A friend of mine, I, I must say, Clint Pinto, he was the only guy who had a CD burner back then in Abu Dhabi. So, of course, he was the de facto guy for all the music. So he would keep like, you know, Kaza and LimeWire. I think LimeWire was later, but Kaza and Napster, he would keep downloading all these singles. And he kind of said that, oh, you like, you know, uh, heavier music. I've put together this compilation mix. Check it out. And there were a bunch of songs. I mean, there was Lost Prophets. There was Corn. There was Limbiscuit. And then suddenly there was uh, Chopsway in the middle of it. And... Like the moment I say Chopsway, I'm sure everyone has already in their head kind of heard that intro bit, right? Which starts off. And when you go from track to track, right? Obviously on a mix CD, this is going to stand out. So I was like, who the hell are these guys? And like, what's going on? And as the song progresses, I just kept getting more and more confused. By the end of the song, I was like, fuck, I have to figure out who these guys are, right? And this was the time I was... Like, of course, listening to a lot of new metal, but this was far different than anything uh, that was being released back then. Fast forward, so I never heard the entire album because I don't know, for some reason, none of my friends were into it. So then nobody had the entire album. But fast forward to a couple of years ago, and now I'm living in Canada and I just moved there. And there was another international student, get this, from Colombia. <laughs> and we're getting to know each other. And his English is, I'd say like his Spanish was far better than his English, but he was like, you know, we could communicate and we started getting to know each other, you know, usual, what music you listen to. And I was like, Hey, you know, he's like, Hey, you listen to metal. Do you like system up or down? And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, dude, pogo, 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 pogo. And I was like, wow. So I was like, Hey, by the way, do you have that album? He's like, no problem. I'll next class. I'll give it to you. So he burnt that entire CD for me and I think for the next week or 10 days because those were one of the few early CDs I had I kept listening to it over and over again 
and uh, yeah it's crazy just how like you know this is one of those instances where you know metal truly transcends language and borders <laughs> right this is one of the things who would have thought like an indian guy and a colombian guy sitting in canada toronto of all places are talking about a band like system of a down so yeah that's my story but you know i'm going to pull the curtains back honestly because when animesh you suggested that we talk about system of a down and toxicity i was like what i'm not sure this is the album that i thought you would like so i'm going to put it up front what's your deal with system of a down and more specifically toxicity okay so yeah you you got me there um i'm not a system of a down fanboy as such um never have been yes the first couple of songs that i heard from the band were toxicity and chopsui and honestly this was in college and i was just weirded out by what was happening i couldn't really place them anywhere it it was just too much of a mishmash of so many different things and it's kind of like the reaction that i had with these songs is kind of like the general reaction people have with death metal or cannibal corpse etc or di side where you really don't know what the fuck is going on and it just sounds like noise eventually in college itself um uh, that's when mesmerize and hypnotize was also available a friend of mine really liked those uh albums and so gave me the mp3s or whatever to listen to and i ended up hearing the albums and i was like hey this isn't really bad if you move beyond the first layer of just what the fuckery uh about it um but still that that didn't mean that i heard toxicity right there and then it was only a bit later that i actually got the album and decided to give system of a down some chance and um started listening to the album but then again i wasn't a huge fan of it i maybe heard it once or twice and just left it weirdly enough now this is a surprising story because i'm i'm pretty sure nobody else uh at least you wouldn't know of anybody who's had a similar experience listeners please please do let me know if when if, if if any of you have had this kind of an experience um while driving from navi mumbai to town i decided one day let's play system of a down right and let's play toxicity and i was also dropping my mom off uh to wherever she needed to go and so after prison song gets over she asks me hey which band was that and i was like um, this is system of a down she was like okay is it an indian band and i was like no this isn't an indian band she was like ha huh, it i thought as much because you know the song was i mean they were talking about prisons and jails and incarceration and uh, yeah it would be very like essentially the words that she that she said aren't the words that i'm going to be using right now but essentially she said or what she meant to say was this is extremely ballsy for a band to sing about and i was like fuck yeah look at my mom so fucking <laughs> true <cool>. right <laughs> metal mom ever like yeah also happy birthday mom but whatever um so yeah that's when kind of the mental block two words system of a down slightly opened up a bit more and i decided to give toxicity a really a fair chance 
and after delving deeper into the lyrics etc that's when i started really appreciating the album and to date i guess that's why i decided to pick it because hey it's not only good content but it is actually an album that's worth celebrating because it's influenced millions of, of musicians uh at at some yeah, level i mean like the whole revival that you're having of like the new metal with the grime and the rap and all of that is essentially it right i mean i i, I can see where you're coming from and i i know we we're, we're going to talk about this later so i'm going to hold my tongue for right now but uh fair enough i really am glad that your mom dug a uh, system of a down but so let's i know yeah. right D- didn't expect didn't see that coming at all <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the album i mean it was recorded at cello studios in hollywood california and produced by the one and only rick rubin toxicity began life with over 30 songs and which was ultimately whittled down to 14 or 15 again depends whom you're talking to but it makes up 44 minutes of pure sonic adventure yep sonic adventure those are really critical words because that's i guess the apt way to describe what you're hearing on this album because of the multitude of genres styles and elements that it encompasses right it's really tough to pinpoint one firm genre as such uh that this album can be slotted in so what label best describes toxicity man to be honest i don't think there's one label that you can put on the album and it'll be like really unfair so apologies mm-hmm. in advance for that but it's a mix i would say of like thrash metal with folk and i don't mean like that cheesy folk mm, that you know you normally hear uh that comes out right this is like very authentic and you kind of feel it i mean till date i always find it very strange that system of a down gets lumped along with you know all the new metal acts that came around in the turn of the 2000s right because if you put like your corn with limbiskid linkin park system of a down are nowhere in that sonic palette of sorts right do you think it really belongs there no I I was never convinced that System of a Down were new metal to me like new metal was defined by you know rap rock or grooves or down tune guitars like really down tune guitars I know System of a Down and Toxicity most of the songs are in drop C but still right it doesn't sound like a drop C and of course new metal like there's a characteristic lack of melody in all new metal attack so <laughs> sorry i <laughs> did <laughs> attack <laughs> okay whatever but yeah system of a down are just they they're just plain weird man like if i had to label them i'm guessing it would be alternative metal which really isn't a metal genre as such i mean who else would be alternative metal tool i don't know if you like tool isn't metal according to us but yeah. whatever right alternative metal would be ratm would be um what i don't know leprous maybe <laughs> fuck i don't know man whatever whatever you can't classify becomes alternative for me definitely system of a down aren't progressive no. right i see that's the thing right it it all yeah. depends because what is truly progressive if you have to do that i think we'll have like see i think yeah system of a down could be progressive but i think the world kind of defines progressive as long songs yeah. and yeah that that's not a system of a down trait so yeah anyways for me system of a down not new metal 
I'll call them alternative metal. That's the only way for me to describe yeah, them. Now, look, I've brought this up in the past, but uh, and you know, listeners, long-time listeners would be familiar. I keep talking about like Alice in Chains, right? How mm-hmm. they aren't really a grunge band, but kind of got lumped into that group just because of the time they were and all of that, right? I feel System of a Down kind of faces face the same thing because, hey, it was easier for marketing executives to slap that tag on them. Kind of, even if you look at the years that they were most active was when new metal was on their rise of sorts. So it became yeah. easy. And they don't really fit the metal yeah, yeah. mold I mean, like, of sorts. If you see, no, so... just, like, we are going to get into the songs, but none of those song structures, if you listen to it, right? told anyone this was new metal they're like no this is not new metal like he's singing clean vocals there's melody in this <laughs> it sounds good <laughs> and what <laughs> no man come on yeah, yeah, yeah we have to do a new metal episode at some point in time and definitely we will because yeah let's face it that's a genre of music that did happen and there was some good music that came out of that whatever let's actually talk about toxicity and dive into the songs itself now one of the reasons i genuinely like this album is because of how mature the songs are right you strip away the first layer of what the fuckness as such and actually what remains is a far more serious kind of a proposition i mean the album begins as i've already said with a song about mask incarceration what I think is cool about it as attested to by my mom uh, is the fact that unlike say uh, Rage Against the Machine the song prison song by System of a Down right the riffs in it the vocal lines the different textures etc they seem to be designed to make you remember the lyrics or what the song has to say and I think that's kind of the feel that almost permeates all the songs on toxicity because you've got a song about orgies in bounds you've got a song about groupies in psycho you've got a song about the protests surrounding the 2000 democratic national convention in deer dance about mankind's quest for knowledge in science about immigration and overpopulation in x or i don't know do you you call it multiply (laughs) whatever um about mind control in shimmy about drug addiction in needles and in chopsui uh, the lyrics and Serge and Darren's unique, distinctive vocal performance, right? That to me is the USP or the real shine factor of all the songs on Toxicity. So I have to right? make a confession. Until I actually watched the videos, I thought it was like the vocal uh-huh. Serge doing all of that. And I was like, holy <laughs> crap, how does he do that, man? Like he's like going... And it's like so tight, right? The whole frantic pace. I was like, how does he sing more than like five songs like this in a row? I mean, he's just like fried his vocal cords or what's going on, right? But then like when you watch the videos, you're like, oh, wait, the guitarist is also there. He's the guy doing... He's also helping out, yeah. But I must say, man, it's those vocal hooks that you're talking about, right? They just get stuck in your head. And... uh, there's so much that happens in the song. I mean, I must confess that like in 2003, four, when I was like really getting into the band and I started reading up and they were so vocal about being Armenian, right? And talking mm-hmm. about the awareness about the Armenian genocide and all. And to me, 
because I was later on going to listen to Rage Against the Machine. I had never heard like metal bands being so vocal about political stuff or just kind of creating yeah. the awareness. I mean, they wore their Armenianness on their sleeve. There wasn't like, you know, and I hate bringing this example, but it's not like, you know, the some for one guys or whatever, where everyone thinks or uh, Tony Canal from uh, No Doubt, right? Like, is he Indian? We're not sure. That kind of thing. These guys are like out there with their national identity. And yeah, the lyrics, man, because the thing is, I feel I totally agree when you come and say that with System of a Down, they actually sang the parts, right? So it's stuck in your head. You listen to it and yeah. the more and more you listen to it and just think about it, you go just getting more aware. And I think as a teenager, that's really impactful in there. And uh, like, who says like, you know, metal is all about these guys kind of took that entire stereotype of metal and kind of flipped it around kind of sticking to what they wanted to do, right? They weren't doing it as a gimmick. They didn't package it in there. Like, it's exactly like you say, the moment you take away that comic bit and all of that, and you just actually spend time with it, it it's just so beautiful, honestly. Yep, it's, it's, it's heavy stuff, right? And that's what's great about it, that the fact that they're using this kind of music to talk about these issues, which is cool. And then if you actually start listening to the music and analyzing that, I have to say this. I think what really sets this album and its songs apart from anything else in existence in metal as such is the contradiction and mashup of all the genres, right? Because I'll be honest here, like, it's not the heavy parts of the album that I am a real fan of. The riffs are pretty much standard riffs. Like, you would have heard these kind of riffs coming from every new metal band yeah. as such and i guess that's where the riffiness or that's where the new metal comparison does come True. in a bit right but what are really impressive uh to me are the melodies the folky bits the you know the off-kilter stuff the layered guitars that uh, darren uses the drum fills that aren't really conventional the bass lines that don't always follow the guitar the fact that the band were really pushed beyond the limits by producer Rick Rubin. The overindulgence of just, you know, throwing in so many different instruments. There's even a sitar in the yeah, uh, yeah. album. It's such an easy marriage of Middle Eastern as well as Armenian folk sounds, right? There's so much of just raw emotion that's on display on throughout the entire album, especially like on songs like Ariel's the dynamic range and the ever-changing parts on almost all the songs, you know, especially uh, highlighted in um, ATWA, Atwa, um, Science, Chopsui, Aerials, Toxicity, Hell, even Forest and X to a degree. Um, yes, of course, you know, you remember the zaniness of the lyrics. I mean, come on, the, uh, the, the jet pilot lyric yeah. is something that I'll never forget in my life. Like, after only having heard it once or even the pogo 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 bounce whatever that that part right they 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 stick out but overall like as an album toxicity remains one of the most enjoyable albums to keep revisiting because hey you'll actually discover something new that you hadn't ever heard before true man i mean like you know since you brought up aerials that's such a haunting song and what a ballsy kind of thing to kind of release as a single, right? Because like, when you hear it, it just leaves you like stunned. 
and the way they also do it right and the album is a bit of a mishmash i would say because it like mm-hmm. compared to most of the music we've celebrated so far there's a sequence there's a whole kind of way it's done this i don't know doesn't follow that pattern i mean i get okay you start off prison song i heard like the contrast in there so there's like a how do i say a pull and push of sorts that's happening with the listener mm-hmm. where you're just like aggressive and then you just suddenly lay back and then you again have like this a, a short burst of aggression and you see that happening in there but other than that like thematic or there's nothing like really to nerd out over right that oh my god they did this i mean can you imagine like a tool fan going like bus that's it like there, there's no like this but that's the thing right there's they've put it raw visceral it's straight up there uh the band are on a mission they've got the message and i must add like it's strange because when i first heard uh system of a down right i was living in the middle east i was in abu dhabi at that time and even for my friends who are you know arabs or from mixed background you know american or british and arab and all of that they suddenly started like saying that hey man like have you heard system of a down it kind of became that band that you know they are armenian they, you know this a band from this region well that became a thing where people just started even exploring and especially like people around my age who were starting their bands and things like that for them it wasn't about you know aping the iron maidens and all of that now suddenly they had these new heroes system of a down who are actually marrying these sounds that you know growing up they would probably not want to listen uh, their parents records or cassettes and all now these guys are doing it so it suddenly become cool and just how seamless it doesn't mm-hmm. seem forced fit right it i mean it it's not like uh, indian bands who just acha we have to call it fusion so we'll just add a sitar solo in there in there it just seems like of course there's that initial shock and awe that you're like what did i hear how did this happen but then when you go back and just listen to it like and give full attention you're like this is genius this is like sure smart someone has actually thought about this very very well and i don't know who i mean like I, i'd love to say it's rick rubin but i'm sure it's both uh, darren because he plays an important role writing a lot of the songs right so it yep he is the chief music yeah. writer as such and serge is yeah. the chief yeah. lyric writer as such and whatever but exactly like picking up from where you left off uh, definitely i agree to the fact that system of a down kind of pushed the capabilities or largely the field of what a metal song could be right it didn't need to have a struct a traditional structure and it didn't need to have a singular idea of course a lot of bands have done similar kind of bits and pieces as such like almost all the tech that bands are probably jumping their arms up if they're listening to this kind of a episode right now and saying that dude what the fuck like come on jazz tech death etc existed even before system of a down so what the fuck are you talking about but there's a reason why tech death is tech death and has a niche following and there's a reason why system of a down has a bigger mass following and it's because they managed to take the sheer craziness of their ideas and managed to make it work in music that's accepted and somehow transcended into pop culture and mainstream 
and that sorts and you know it's it's it is that fantastic folky stuff right on atwa and psycho it is the what the fuckness of version 7.0 and it is wake up grab a brush and put a little makeup it is all of that zaniness that really makes the song stand out and stick with you it is it is sheer yeah. genius so we have to talk about like the three singles right you've got toxicity <laughs> chopsway and aerials i mean these three songs of course were the singles of the album they got all the videos but let's be honest they are by far the most popular system of a down songs out there and i can tell you from my experience because you know it's not just the songs that metal heads know it's also the non metal heads right like people you saw in college or at work who you'd never expect to listen to metal and then you know you're at a karaoke session or something like that and they've got the mic singing aerials and you're like what you listen to metal or like i can't even tell you the number of after parties i've been to where suddenly it's that time of the playlist where you hit into new metal and uh, someone kind of goes into chopsway and everyone's trying to do that fast rap part in there it's just crazy how you know popular these songs are and everyone knows them yeah man but that's the thing right they d- definitely deserve the popularity i think they're great songs and i think they like these three songs they sit at a higher level than the rest of the songs in the album and that's probably one of my few minor complaints of the album as such that it doesn't really flow as a natural album but instead it seems like a collection of songs i'll tell you why i'm saying that because if you imagine that these three songs that one of these three songs if they open the album and were followed up by the other songs as such um would you still end up pushing through the other songs i'm not quite sure so yeah there's definitely a reason why these were the singles they are the best songs of the album not to say that the others aren't good songs they are good songs but yeah i don't know i thought about it and it, it's kind of strange right i mean like i wish i had a different perspective but uh, it's true i mean like if you think about it the reason why my friend clint burnt only two of the songs of toxicity for me on that mix compilation is because they were the best songs right it, it took me a couple of years to pick up the rest of the album and kind of appreciate it there but i i get where you're coming from and uh, it's strange right like why even the placement just coming back to the sequence uh, of the songs like these songs are somewhere in the middle of the album they're not even like you know your side a side b type it's just somewhere peppered in and like aerials comes in like towards the end of the album which mm-hmm. is puzzling for me right like you'd have to wait all the way till the end of the album to come across that track you know having said that let's just look back now and uh, try and understand what do you think is the legacy of toxicity animation so we know that toxicity remains the most popular system of a down album it's pro- probably the best selling one too i think that's a fact having said that i'd say that with toxicity the band firmly established their uniqueness um of sorts and this time they definitely did let the world take notice sure in hindsight i mean you could say that the time of release helped the very fact that within a week you couldn't listen to chopsway on the radio as an aftermath of 911 um or even the band's political nature and there are various other 
controversies around the album release that definitely did increase curiosity like i mean hell um we've all heard stories of the concerts that had to be cancelled because <laughs> the crowd turnout was double or triple of what people expected and the band just didn't think it was safe enough to do a concert right i read an article about like the band saying that they didn't expect it and i think that was one of the moments they realized how popular they've become yeah but that's the thing right that happened all the way back in 2001 but the beauty of toxicity is the fact that it is super rare for an album to stand the test of time and remain relevant even 20 years later so i think like put it this way how many albums can say they sound like toxicity very few but how many bands try to be soad there's a lot of them on the list and it's only very few that actually manage to do even a half decent job as system of a down have done their influence is is clearly visible right and the influence of this album is clearly visible on a lot of bands that try to do this kind of a thing true i mean i was trying to think about like in recent years a band that has kind of come close to doing this metal and folk kind of mix right i'm not talking about like cheesy again uh in there but just that authentic uh kind of stick to their roots kind of folk music and the only band i could think of was alien weaponry and when i think about it they probably were still in their diapers when toxicity released but you know maybe they've come across it at some point in there and got that as inspiration but if you think about like you know the revival of sorts if you want to call it of new metal a lot of bands have kind of you know put out music which sounds very similar inspired of course doing it in their own style and uh, having said that i mean like for me really the way i remember toxicity and how popular it was was you know the release of mesmerize hypnotize and i still remember because i lived in toronto at that time and there's a record store called hmv which is bang in the center of the city there was lineups when the album released like people lined up and in today's day and age it seems like unheard of cuz no one really lines up for an album uh release right but for me that was how strong it was the band had built so much hype there was so much going and you know there was so many even they did such a great single with BYOB for uh, hypnotize i think or mesmerize i can't remember and they had that whole artwork which kind of linked together i mean there's a lot that they did post that so kudos to them and i must say i mean like you know last year they put out two songs which was protect the land and genocide humanoids i was excited genuinely like cuz it came out of nowhere and all of a sudden when i started listening to the songs i became a teenager again i mean it was like wait these guys haven't like lost a step at all and probably they have like 100 songs or something in there and these were just the two that they decided to release and uh, put out but uh, considering like all that i've read recently you know why there's been no uh, subsequent uh, system of a down albums it's just that search and darren cannot come on the same page and i hope they do man cuz there's so much uh, that they can do i mean think about it all the people our age right would put down good money 
just if system of a down do one final tour or one comeback tour not a final final tour and all of that just one tour what do you say yeah i i get where you're coming from i mean that does look like an opportunity to mint money as such but i don't know it's weird for me to think of system of a down as a band that would want to do that for that kind of a reason right it's it's so weird like having to see rage against the machine reunite for these i don't know maybe these precise reasons whatever but oh, chala <coughs> I, yeah yeah maybe um but the weird thing is system of a down they have become a band that um at least definitely can be a good example of how to best represent your what you stand for and what your ideals are and for them to come in and do something that seems like a cash grab wouldn't quite sit well even though it will sell really well honestly i'm i'm okay if system of a down never come back for a tour i'm okay if system of a down never reunite and release an album because their body of music and especially toxicity is their legacy and i don't want them to tarnish that legacy true true i i i get where you're coming from so <laughs> that was our little celebration of toxicity now there's a bunch of homework you all can indulge in to know more about toxicity mainstream publications like variety and the ringer have some fantastic stories and interviews that explore the legacy of the album and of course metal and music publications have some fantastic reads as well they're all like chipping in on 20 years of this album kerrang and rolling stone usa is what i'd recommend and of course listen to the album man rediscover it um it's mom approved definitely <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead listen back to it and tell us what you thought uh, as always you can find us at hornsupport.com or on twitter at hornsupport i'm at asmoani on twitter i'm at trend crusher hornsup hornsup guys <laughs>